Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Who's Really the Boss podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back. And so full disclosure, this is like our fourth episode to record um, today because we did need to pre-record, pre-batch all of these podcasts so that we can, you know, fulfill all the commitments we have in December. But Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are so close and coming up, but wanted to to end the year really highlighting a lot of work that has been done for our business. So recently went through a rebrand, name change, and new website. Now we are Dylan Business Advisors. For short, we are going uh, going by DBA, but really wanted to touch on, you know, kind of some of the feedback and highlight all of the effort that went into that. I'm glad you said the name right this time. So that's <laughs> We're already going better. Um, so yeah, DBA, um, which we called ourselves DCPA for the longest time. So it's just DBA and it had a fun little kick on it because most people know doing business as and DBA. So uh, love that little spin. But yeah, so part of, you know, with just the refresh and the like rebrand, it was also better defining the services that we really already do. And so that's where we've been getting some feedback is because we're not doing anything new. It's just actually highlighting some of the features that our clients do receive on a monthly, a quarterly, or an annual basis. And so with that, we've actually streamlined our service offering and stopped doing some services. You know, some of the individual tax services are no longer part of the of the business. And, you know, it's just one of those things that's been an evolution, but a lot and of let's good clarify, things. let's, let's just clarify just in case somebody is not familiar with our services. Yeah. Some of the annual only individual tax engagements that we used to do, or even maybe an annual only business engagement that a small business only wanted the preparation of a tax return from our team. Um, that's no longer an offering if you were to call in and talk to Chris or Hope or another member of our team. That's not something that would be offered to them. Now, what we do provide for our business clients is we can prepare their individual tax return or their family members, um, definitely prepare the business tax return and give tax consulting advice for those clients, but just not taking on any new annual tax relationships at this time. We still have, we have great referral partners who do accept that kind of work and are looking to grow their, their business with those type of clients. So if you ever need a name, uh, definitely we have plenty. It's just, we have built the team out a certain way. And this is kind of, you know, the discussion that we're having today. Um, we have created a home, uh, thankfully for people that want to serve clients in a certain way, but they also want to feel a certain sense of accomplishment in, in their work life to where they don't have to have the, the craziness that comes alongside with like those tax seasons. 
And so part of that team of three, um, that the way that we serve clients is with that team of three, which is made up of a client service manager, a client controller, and a client CFO. So that fractional team of three um, really are the financial experts that kind of serve the clients, make sure that everything is one, compliant, but then two, um, just up to date and timely. That way we can give the best business advice as it pertains to their situation and help them make the most like educated uh, business decisions in their business that have long lasting impact. Um, so that is all led um, in that team of three by the fractional CFO. And so with that, I know that we are going to kind of highlight that role today because that's been probably um, a little bit of the both clarification at the team level um, and then also with clients to let them know, hey, like this is the person that is really, you know, kind of overseeing the success of the overall engagement. Their time is fractional. Um, so they, they are kind of serving many clients um, in that manner and serving many different, like overseeing teams, different teams, different CSMs, different controllers to make sure that client success is always a priority. So that um, that is actually a role that I hold down partially. I serve as a client CFO for a handful of clients and also um, uh, Leslie, who on our team also serves as a client CFO. We will more than likely have to add another client CFO uh, or promote a client CFO in 2023. So it's just one of those things that um, definitely wanted to have that conversation to kind of clarify. So today's conversation, you want to be a fractional CFO. I think a lot of people hear what you do on a daily basis. And actually, of course, they hear part of what you do or what's highlighted from potentially a stage or a podcast or a meeting um, with you. And they hear what you do and they think, oh man, I'd love to help business owners in that way. I'd love to spend my day coaching or advising business owners. And so especially I think when they hear the balance or the consist consistency of the work week for you and how that work balances out, how it is not deadline and volume driven. So maybe somebody in a tax role thinks, oh no, I'd much rather be a fractional CFO rather than a you know, tax professional. And so let's talk today. So you want to be a fractional CFO. What are the responsibilities of a fractional CFO? Um, kind of what does that really look like? So it's, it's not any easier, it's different. And I think it's to like, to that person who feels that they're up against their, they're banging their head up against the wall because they don't like certain things related to that role that they're in, like there's pain points in both roles. And so hear me out like that from the very beginning is they're just different. Um, if you've ever had to lead or coach, uh, small business owners, then that right there, you know, is like, okay, you have to know how to approach and gain their attention, gain their trust and, you know, really come alongside them and help them fulfill their goals and their dreams. So before we get too far down, like what we do on the client side, I'll start with the easy stuff first, because that's the team, like the easy part of that relationship is our team. And so as a fractional CFO, 
um, you lead the the accounting team. And so that's made up with our team uh, of a client service manager and a client controller. And we install into that business and essentially make sure that all compliance is up to date, all accounting is up to date, that it's time that it's timely and accurate, essentially. So it allows us as the client CFO to digest and interpret that accounting data, that financial data, and have conversations with the client team, uh, which is usually made up of an owner or a leader of that business. So when I say the team is easy, that's also maybe a stretch because as a as a fractional CFO within our structure, you're also doing a lot of internal coaching. And so if you see things that need improvement, whether it's process improvement or um, maybe so, something wasn't done correctly, you're giving feedback to that team. And, um, you know, that kind of the controller may do that for the client service manager, but then also the CFO does that for both the controller and the, the CSM in certain situations. Yeah. So the team of three approach in our office, the client service manager, the uh, client controller allow the client CFO to do what for the small business owner? What, what does having those two people and the work that they do, what does that allow you to help small business owners with? So it, it allows us to actually see the financial position of the business and prepare for decisions that need to be made in the business, whether it's related to cash flow, re related to tweaks as far as profitability in the business, expenses that need to be assessed and maybe reduced, um, pricing conversations that need to happen for the client. Um, all of those, you know, are really, I would say on a daily basis, as far as the clients that we serve on a CFO. Now it also spills over into therapy, um, because a lot of times we're not an owner in that business. We don't have any ownership in our, in our clients. So it is having a non equity partner, so to speak, uh, at the table with them. And between myself and Leslie and, you know, any other CFOs that come alongside us, you have a mix of, of business knowledge from either serving clients for so many years that you've just kind of learned different aspects of business, or maybe you've run and owned a business. So I have that experience. Leslie has that experience and you know where things need to be prioritized and where things necessarily don't. And I, and, and that's kind of a hard thing to learn. And we've tried to, you know, educate people that are come alongside internally on those pieces, but ultimately it comes through trial and error. A lot of times with, with being a business owner and you just hope that the experiments don't cost so much that you can't recover um, and that the lessons aren't so expensive that you put the, you put the business out of business essentially. So, um, but yeah, like th that, having that team in place is critical because everything that comes along with those conversations, with that therapy, with those bigger, you know, things is because we know that we're relying on good data. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you guys also provide an emotion-free uh, perspective into that business and can guide based on data and facts and 
prior experience and knowledge rather than emotional driven or fear-based um, driven decision-making, which in turn helps build that confidence of that business owner. When they do something that feels scary to them in the moment, or they do something that maybe they were hesitant to do before, but now have the confirmation from a uh, a financial team of advisors, uh, and then they can build upon that for the next time they're making a decision. And that's kind of where that trust and confidence comes in. Tell me a little bit about who would be good as a fractional CFO, what type of um, industry, what type of personalities, who, who makes a good fractional CFO? So I, I think people that are calm and collected. Um, just because, you know, that's, that's something that you have to be the adult in the room. A lot of times, uh, you have to deliver both good news and bad. Um, a lot of times it is bad news, especially whenever it is, um, tax related, or, you know, you're delivering bad news whenever there's great results, because there's probably tax involved and no one wants to pay tax. And at the same time, whenever results aren't good, you're delivering bad news because it's like, oh, we need to cut some stuff or we need to adjust appropriately. So in that CFO role, you need to kind of have an even personality. Uh, you can't get too emotional. And at the same time, you also have to turn on a little bit of a coach or a, you know, a teacher hat um, to make sure that you are educating when appropriate, but then also reinforcing good behavior. And so, you know, whenever you see things going right, you want to elevate and place emphasis on the things that are going good. And then whenever you see something that needs to be corrected or remedied, you have to address it very fast. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of trust. And so that also comes along with that personality. You have to be trustworthy. You have to be likable. Um, and so I think people have to connect with you. Um, pretty well. As far as experience, uh, you know, just a, a, a wide, um, a wide knowledge of just different business interactions. I think if you've stayed in one role or one industry too long, that's probably, um, not the best. We want, we want people that are well-versed in different types of businesses, because then you see what has worked well in certain businesses. You've maybe seen, up economies, down economies, you've seen good businesses, you've seen bad. And um, kind of that last piece is, you know, just how are you as a leader? Can, will people follow you? And I think that's the other piece is, can you get people to, you know, follow you and, and kind of go alongside um, whatever path you have laid out and the vision you've laid out, whether it's for a specific client or if it's for the team, like the team of three that you are leading. Um, on that client. Let's talk through kind of the cadence of fractional CFO services. So we offer three different um, options as far as the rhythm of CFO services somebody could select. So we have offerings from CFO annually to CFO quarterly to CFO monthly. So talk through what that looks like as a business owner um, or recommending services if somebody's wanting to be a fractional CFO, how would they decide what would be best for, you know, their potential client? Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll start with the most basic, which is annually. And that's just 
we have the same team of three installed on every client. So you're still going to get a CSM, a controller and a CFO. Uh, really that frequency changes only for the CFO role. And so the CFO still oversees the team on a monthly basis. They're still there for questions and support. They just don't have really client interaction um, until it's needed on an annual basis. And so that is a, a once a year touch point. Most clients want that toward the end of the year, just as like a, hey, I've got my tax projection. Is there anything else that you see? Like, what does that look like? The, the CFO is still very much involved throughout the year. It's just having that additional touch point. And we call that, yeah, we even call that package or that service offering essential. Yep. A business owner needs to speak with someone of the fractional CFO level, at least at minimum once a year. That is essential to their the health of their business. Is there any specific stage of business or makeup of maybe like business owner that can get by with that minimum? Yeah, I think um, that that would be okay for somebody that has a clear pain, a clear plan, like they're in a a plateau stage or a maintenance stage in their business. They're not looking at a lot of growth. They're not looking at a lot of um, change, whether that's economy driven change or um, decided change. You know, like predetermined. They're just stable, and I think that's the main thing that. Um, is right for a business like that. If you are not in that situation, which unfortunately a lot of um, clients are in growth mode or just want to get better, strive to get better, it may not be the appropriate amount of cadence um, for you. And you did a great job answering that because really I think that's hard for us to answer because we know that that's only going to be a season that you're in stable or maintenance because the natural attrition that you're going to see, you're going to, if you do nothing, you're, you're eventually going to start declining. So for us, we say it's essential at least once a year, but that's typically not our recommendation for any business in any stage. So let's move to quarterly uh, fractional CFO yeah. services, um, who really benefits from that, those quarterly touch points? Yeah. So quarterly is a great mix. Um, so you're having interactions with your, with your CFO on a quarterly basis. So like the, the CSM, the controllers are still, you know, involved the same frequency with the essentials package, but you know, the CFO is there to manage that team just like they are in, in the essentials package. But within that premier package, that quarterly package, we actually, um, the CFOs come alongside and have a quarterly touch point where it is like, hey, how are you doing on this goal? Like, here's the trends in your business. Here's the KPIs that I see. Like, let's talk through those. What needs to be adjusted? That is the perfect rhythm as far as what we've seen for most businesses, that it is quarterly. Um, it's not too stale. It's not too fresh where the numbers are just changing all the time. And that quarterly rhythm, you can, you know, break it down and you can kind of see trends versus like if you have a, a one-off month or, you know, two that where things either dip or go crazy, um, it kind of levels out over a three-month period. So with quarterly, I think that fits most of our, of our clients. Most are actually on that um, premier level package on the quarterly visit. 
Um, what that what that looks like is just we're extracting the data as CFOs and kind of going over that with the clients to see like before we enter the next quarter what needs to change and if there's any tweaks that need to happen or just confirmation that we are doing everything right let's stay true to course and keep going yeah and our final service offering is monthly fractional cfo services and we call that the elite package and who who benefits the most from a monthly fractional cfo yeah so that is quite quite a commitment on both sides, both the client and um, our team. And so, the the client that actually or prospect that that values that the most is someone that's in such a state of flux, like whether they're in growth mode and it's such you know high demand growth that they need those additional touch points on a monthly basis just to kind of check in to make adjustments, things like that, um, or if they're just that concerned with market conditions or growth like uh development wise of the of the person and uh they just need that extra level of support so a lot of times we'll we'll do that with um certain growing industries like if if they're a new start business and they have the appropriate amount of capital and can commit to that investment we will be there we will help set things right and then you know eventually assess what is the right rhythm so that's always an option um, with a monthly touch point. You're you're really installed completely with that leadership team and um, relied on. So it's not it's not a dismissive relationship at all. It is truly uh, very proactive and it's a balance between who's it right for, because it is a, a pretty large investment compared to the other two packages. Yeah, I think also some businesses that benefit from that monthly is maybe someone who does not have a partner or a mentor or someone that they can bounce ideas off of, get confirmation, ask questions to, and they really want that help. Maybe they are first-time business owners or they are just trying to go in a, in a new direction that they have not navigated before and they don't want to go it alone. And so it seems like a lot of times it's even, you know, maybe somebody really with a small team so that they are their leadership team and they want an outside opinion of somebody. Well, actually not necessarily an opinion, but good solid advice from somebody who has the knowledge and expertise but also who has all of the data specific to their business and not going to speak to them in generalities of, well, this could work or this has worked for some other business, but really what's going to be specific to their needs and their goals. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. So it's, it's a case by case basis. And that's why we do have the different levels of touch point. Um, what you've seen in those three different packages between elite premier and essentials is that the CSM and the controllers are the same in each one, mm -hmm. like compliance is being done, you know, all the accounting, everything that goes into running a very well run business is, is installed and in place, regardless of how often you need that strategic planning that a CFO can bring. Same thing. A CFO is managing that team of three um regardless how often they're really diving in on a strategic basis looking at trends looking at different uh, metrics and that that's where 
we believe so much in those two different levels, the CSM and the controller being in, installed on a, on a monthly basis or even weekly in some CSM levels that um, those are consistent throughout every time. Yeah. So just to end our conversation with a pro tip, if you want to be a fractional CFO, definitely set up what that rhythm of service is going to be. What is that touch point um, frequency that you're going to have with your clients? Again, this is for a fractional CFO. You should not be necessarily in their business on a daily basis. That would be very hard to scale. And so in the event that that's what you're doing, then you're basically working for just that one person and not helping multiple businesses. So make sure, uh, pro tip, that if you are set up and uh, your messaging is that you are a fractional CFO, that you do not promise uh, a a business or a client that you're going to be their in-house CFO. Very big difference of time commitment and uh, effort that's required between those two. Yeah. And I think um, being a fractional CFO versus an in-house CFO, like very valuable because you're seeing different businesses. You're having interactions with different teams, like both the leadership team and maybe even the internal team. So you're seeing like best practices across different organizations all day long. Whenever you only work within one space for a short amount of time, you've kind of become blind to the world around you and what others may be doing. So I think that's why the value of a fractional relationship always carries a little bit of a premium compared to hiring in-house. Now there are situations where it just makes all the sense in the world to bring someone in dedicated, but um, you know, having that, that view of others like we do, I think is, it goes a long way. I do love when our CFOs can see something that has worked really well in another one of our clients and present it and help a different client implement that same process, technology, whatever it might be, but just take one idea that we've learned from a client who's having success. And even if we start seeing things that was a became a problem in a different client, we can point out that red flag quicker to another one and say, Hey, this is a, you know, a warning or caution. You may want to address this now because we have seen in the past, you know, that this did not end well for another client. So definitely love that we can take that experience from client to client um, and apply it. Yep. You're spot on. All right. Well, another good conversation to end 2022. Looking forward to 2023 and all that that year has to offer. All right. Thanks so much for leading. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.